Welcome to this week's message from Crosspoint Community Church. You can find us on the web at crosspointonline.org. There, you can find links to our social media accounts. Led by Pastor Mike Deese, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. Now presenting this week's message. So a lot of you in here are going to be familiar that we have been going through for the past 10 plus weeks. We're in unit 10, but it's lasted a little bit longer. Come on up, guys. We've been going through uh, the study by Henry Blackaby, Experiencing God. And so we're in the throes of that again. 10 of 12 is where we're at. And the last week or so, we've been talking about the importance of the body. And uh, even in today's, each part of that, each, uh, each class during the week, Sunday mornings, we're all going through um, this together and on uh, Sunday afternoons. So part of it, when we were talking this morning in my class, I got the question from someone, it would be interesting to know some of the things that, uh, that drew you to Crosspoint. So I think that's it. And I was even talking, though, just for clarity, the question was posed not, why is Crosspoint so great, but what's part of the blood? What's part of the DNA? What, what, what's part of what brings each of the different members of the body into this body we call Crosspoint? And so I'll start. I'm going to give you a little, a little quick one. Um, uh, Michelle and I have been worshiping at a place for about three years. It was a little startup church, and uh, for whatever reasons, after about three years, uh, that shut down, so we were looking for a new place. One of the uh, one of the people who was going here, who's not here now, but I'm not going to say her name, said one of the things she loved about Crosspoint was that Mike Deese ended his sermons on time every Sunday. <laughs> what the heck? So, <laughs> I'm not saying she was a liar, but anyway, I found it extremely ironic. So I will admit that really wasn't why I came. What really wasn't because Mike ended up exactly at 12 o'clock every, every service. And for those that have been here, you know that's probably not exactly true. Um, for me, at my point in life, uh, a Christian, but I needed mature men to come alongside me in my walk. And uh, Crosspoint offered an environment and men like Mike and Doug and others that, that, um, could help me become closer with God and, as we've been learning, really understand more about what God's will is so that I could be more focused on God as opposed to self-centered. So that was a big, big thing for me. Doug, what were you hey, thinking? It, it might be encouraging to know that we are trying to connect this with what we've been doing with the uh, Experiencing God study, right? So we were asked to study week 10 again this week and if you did that then you'd probably at least recognize Romans 12 3 and if I was really good at memorizing I wouldn't need this card but work with me okay if you know it by heart go with it if you need to look it up I'll give you about a nanosecond to do that in Christ we who are 
many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. Romans 12.3 One for many, we belong to one another. You know, can you remember back when we did the shape assessment? I hope you remember that one of the key concepts was that we're not just here by happenstance, just coincidence. Each and every one of us is here for a reason. God brought you here, brought me here. You know? So if you were doing that study this week or last week and then reviewed on it, how many of you uh, received a handout that had some key questions with it to reflect on maybe this morning? Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, the second question on that list, uh, we don't have that up here, but I'm going to read it to you. And if you have that handout, pull that thing out and read along with me. If not, you're just going to have to listen real carefully, and I'll try to go slow. This is right out of uh, Blackaby's book. Apart from the body, you cannot fully know God's will for relating to God's people. If the members are not talking about what they sense God is doing in their midst, the whole body will be disoriented to God. Does that make sense? That's why we pause for this week. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Because a church is the body of Christ, it functions best when spiritual leaders and members share with one another what they sense God wants the church to be and do. A congregation needs to hear the whole counsel of God through its spiritual leaders and members. That was Blackaby on page 129 and 203. And so we asked two questions. The first one was, when are the times that members of our church body can tell others what we sense God wants the church to be and do. You got a thought on that? When are those times? Sunday mornings? On a connect card? Great. Yeah. Sunday, uh, some of us call Sunday school. Some of us call group meetings. Uh, prayer days? Yeah. Business meetings, you know, there's times when we think it's just about the buffet meals. <laughs> A lot of times we're gathered back there to talk about budgets and things like that. You know, these are times when we all near, need to hear from one another. It's a unity thing. It really is. Um, Do you sense we need to add an additional gathering or get-together in order to share what God's putting on the hearts of our members? Now, you don't have to answer me that right now. But uh, I've got a couple other questions for you. Be thinking about that one. And uh, maybe during the week, if you haven't already done that, you need to be praying about that. Um, one of the things we hear is, 
you know, I never really get much of a sense of how we all got here. Steve shared a little bit. I'm going to share with you my thought on the matter. But I want you to take a moment and prayerfully consider. Prayerfully consider. Where were you spiritually when you came in those doors the first time? Here, cross point. And when I say spiritually, I mean, I don't mean like Doug. Doug could say to you, the first time really that I came was when Drew, my son, he was what, Barb, 10 or 12 years old? He, he said, I'm getting baptized. And we came with our cameras to photograph Drew getting baptized right over there. Okay, 20 years ago. And I could say to you, that's what, that's what sticks in my head about the first time we came in here in any kind of meaningful way. But that has nothing to say about where I was spiritually. Right? And this is what I want you to think about prayerfully. Right now. I'll give you a moment. Because what it was for me spiritually was I had been wandering around for 25 years thinking I could do my relationship with the Lord one-on-one. Now, in my immaturity... I had been turned off by church because I had watched a self-righteous man who I thought spoke for the church represent the church to me. And I said, in my immaturity, in my 20s, if that's church, I don't need it. Just me and you, Lord. <laughs> Just me and you, Lord. And... uh when I came in those doors just to take pictures, I met a bunch of people that I found out it wasn't just about me and the Lord. You know, I I discovered slowly over time. Now, did I think that I'd ever end up standing up here with a microphone in my hand? Uh -uh, uh -uh. And those of you who know me know that even though I do some something like this for a living, I don't want to be up here. I only do this out of obedience. I'll tell you the truth. Uh, uh, but I learned over the course of time that I need you more than you need me. And, and the Lord grows me not through the exchanges he and I have, but through the way he uses me to serve him. Uh, serve you unto the Lord uh, and others. But uh, that's where I was spiritually, and that's how I've kind of grown through this body over those 20 years. And I want to give you a moment to just bow your head for a moment and think about where you were when you walk through those doors this first time, it might have been, raise your hand if it was 20 years ago or longer. Okay, look around, y'all, because you, sometimes you wonder how long some of these folks have been here. 20 years or, or longer. Okay, 15 years. Okay, 10 years. Okay, 5 years. Okay, 3 years. 
<laughs> in the last year, you've been here just in the last year. Look at those hands. Look at those hands just in the last year. So it should be easier for you in the last three, four, five years to recall where you were. Not the anecdote like me in the baptism, but spiritually, where were you with the Lord when you came in here? Because the next question is going to be, what did you find when you got here? But take a moment, bow your head, think about where you were spiritually. Amen. Thank you for doing that. You're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. And it's not all about you. We need you. Each and every one of you. Now, if there's enough time, we may even ask some of you to share the second part of that question, which was, what did you find when you got here? And it may still be in, under wraps. It may still be... Uh, developing, you know, but uh, if you're back for a second time or a third time or you've been here for a year or you've been here for three years or whatever, there must be a reason. You must have found some of that connection about where you were spiritually and, and you need to be willing to share that with somebody, if not before the whole body. Now, I want to, we want to give Nick Howard a chance to kind of answer those kind of questions for all of us. Um, Nick, how long how long have you been coming to Cross Point? Uh, two months. Two months. <laughs> so it's fresh in Nick's mind. I'm going to sit down here and uh, I'm going to just say Nick had was carrying an Air Force bag yesterday, and that. Air Force bag, and I said, there's a connection right there, because my dad was in the Air Force in 45 when it was still the Army Air Corps, Army Air Corps, Amen. and uh, he never flew, he ran the base movie theater, <laughs> but you get the connection where you can, right? Nick. Where were you spiritually when you walked in the door here? And what's the story that got you here? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, how I got here, uh, Bob Curry, who was a member here for many, many years, encouraged me to uh, come to this church when I moved to Roswell three years ago. And... Um, for lots of reasons I didn't, I uh, went to another church uh, that was very nice, and the people were nice, and the worship was nice. But somehow, maybe most of you realize uh, and have experienced that 
your walk with the Lord is not always a parade. Sometimes it's kind of a dirt road with some bumps, and and I was uh, I was on a bumpy road. I was um, as close to my Savior and my Redeemer as I'd always been, but something was missing, and I didn't even really know that until one day Bob Curry uh, texted me and asked me to join him for lunch. He had a um, family problem he wanted to chat with me about. So I met him for lunch at Slopes across the street, and he had this bearded guy with him who turned out to be Pastor Mike Deese. And um, so we had lunch, and what happened was that the Holy Spirit uh, said to me, this guy has a church, a body, that uh, is indeed a family, is indeed uh, a community, and is indeed um, close to what the Lord is wanting to do, and that's where you need to be involved. Uh, Mike had shared with me some of the programs that were going on here, and also the fact that you were about to start a program called Experiencing God, which I had never heard of, but it sounded pretty interesting. And so um, I, I don't hear from the Lord and the Holy Spirit a whole lot, but I have learned when I do, you better do what you're told. So um, I came across the street and started coming to this church, this body, this community, and it's been, uh, it's been pretty wonderful in just what is a short period of time, but it doesn't seem real short. It seems like it's really comforted a long time. I answer the question? Yeah, I think so. You told us about actually starting a church where you were before. You want to share a little bit about that with us? Um, when we moved to a place called Big Canoe, uh, we were me members and had been of the Catholic Church for a long time. And... Uh, um, when we moved there, there was no Catholic church close by up there in the rural area back in the 90s. And so we went to a little community church called Big Canoe Chapel in, uh, that, in that gated community up there in the, in the hills. And when we walked through the door of that church, there was a pastor called Jimmy Allen who was uh, an excellent preacher and a wonderful uh, warrior for the Lord. And he preached that Sunday morning, and that same Holy Spirit that I mentioned earlier grabbed a hold of Patty, my wife, and I, and we, uh, for the first time in our lives, both of us uh, realized that Jesus Christ was not just the Lord and Savior, but he was our personal uh, Lord and our personal Father and our personal um, Counselor and our personal Comforter, and um, we, we never went back to the Catholic Church, and we never left that um, uh, that small community chapel up there in the mountains until the church kind of split apart and there were things that happened there that caused us to look for another church. And we uh, went to several churches, and we couldn't find another church. And in the meantime, in that community, there had been for a long time talk about needing another 
uh, non-denominational church that was a little closer to the Bible and a little closer to Jesus than that one was. And so I talked to a couple of friends of mine, and, and we, we decided that uh, after some prayer and after some careful meetings with the three, four, there were four families of us that perhaps the Lord did want there to be another place of worship and another body in that community. And so we started Trinity Evangelical Church in 2002. And um, we had a, a really tough time because we were meeting in one of the four couples' basement and the worship <laughs> wasn't very inspiring <laughs> and we were struggling with it. And um, um, his wife was a, a former um, uh, missionary and was from a missionary family and she played the piano at our little worship and it was a missionary type piano and it got kind of loud and bongy and so we struggled and we said, what are we going to do now? And what we said was we thought that the Holy Spirit was guiding us and that if Jesus didn't want another church in that community, he'd slam the door. And when he slammed the door, we'd quit, and until then we were going to keep going. Um, quick story, um, we then had some friends who had five acres in an old 30-year-old house who sold it to us for no money down and no promise of payment. And there was a retired Presbyterian pastor up there who uh, agreed to come and be our pastor for no pay or no guarantee for the pay. Um, as a matter of fact, we did say to him that if we had the money, we'd pay him. <laughs> if we didn't have the money, we'd owe him. Uh, but we'd pay him if we ever got the money. And that was the same way we had with the payments on our price. So it became clear to us uh, because our little group of 17 people at our first service in that building was about community, and it was about family, and it was about um, uh, a, 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 a closeness, of a, a, a pursuit of, of a unity with the G, with the Lord uh, individually, and. Um, that became the basis for all of our uh, decisions and, and our growth over the years. Last, uh, last month, they celebrated the 15th year in that church. How many in that church now? How many? They have a membership of 400 plus, and it is now um, uh, a church uh, body in those hills that people come from all around to go to. And the reason is uh, that the love, the warmth, the community, the intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ uh, is so evident even today, 15 years later, that people in a lot of other bodies feel a need to be there. And I felt when I met Pastor Mike that perhaps this was... Um, what, what, what I could find again here, and um, I didn't feel that for me that was happening where I was worshiping. And so I would uh, praise you and thank you for being here and allowing me to find my way back into um, the, the kind of worship that inspires me.
Yeah, you just answered the question I thought probably people are wondering. How do you walk away from that? <laughs> or what, what led you away from such a sweet situation? And then what of that situation did you see here? And I think you touched on that, but maybe clarify a little bit. Well, we, my wife, Patty, who has uh, been deceased for four years now, uh, had a long-term cancer illness, and we were uh, really forced to sell a little small uh, animal rescue farm that we had up there uh, because we could no longer afford it. And at my age, I could no longer take care of it. So we moved uh, to a smaller place down in uh, Cumming. Uh, unbeknownst to us, the disease would take her less than a year later. And so uh, the downsize wasn't good enough. Plus, my son and his family live here in Roswell. So three years ago, uh, we moved to Roswell. During the time I lived in Cumming, it was close enough that I could continue to worship and be a part of that body up in uh, Dawson County. But when I moved to Roswell, it really became very hard to do. So um, I went to uh, uh, my son's church, which is Fellowship uh, Bible Church, and just loved it. But somehow it wasn't for me. And then I went to um, another church, which was smaller and a little more formal. And I joined that church, and it was very good to me. But I, as I mentioned earlier, I had that bumpy road. Um, and so um, when, I, when I realized that what Mike was telling me and what Bob Curry had been telling me for three years about coming here was probably true. And when I came across the street, I found that um, the, the body was here, that all members of the body were here and that I could be a part of that body and that it was going to be based on love and intimacy uh, with the Savior and with the Bible. And that's what caused me to. And so um, I told my other church that I wanted to be part of the Experiencing God program and that that was going to be for lots of weeks. And so uh, I left there and came here. Uh, not because I didn't love those people or that they didn't love me and that it wasn't a wonderful body because it was, but it wasn't what it wasn't what Cross Point Community Church is to me and I think to anyone who comes here and I wanted that and so I, that's what you're giving me and um, I, I thank you so much. I thank Mike, I thank Bob Curry I thank Gordon, who's the facilitator of our of our uh, small group. Um, I thank every one of you for allowing me to come here and open up my heart. So this is our way of telling you that we'll be doing Experiencing God for the next uh, six years. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just three kidding. Years. <laughs> three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe three years. <laughs> uh, intimacy family-like community, a Bible basis, and intimacy with the Lord is what I'm hearing. Steve, you got any other questions or comments? I've got this guy. So uh, maybe one thing, so you've been here about two months, and one of the things that impressed me about 
you, Nick, is that within this two, roughly two month period of time, you've already, uh, in my heart and mind, established yourself in the body. And so share with us a few of the things. We didn't even talk about this before, but I know I see you around doing stuff. Can you share with them a few of the things that, that you're already plugging in and already doing for us? Uh, really for God, by the way, for clarity for our Lord. I'm no Bible scholar by any stretch of the imagination, but one of the things that the Bible tells us clearly is that um, a walk with the Lord uh, requires not only faith and accepting the grace, but to but to commit to obedience and to and to commit to action. And and if and I'm blessed, believe me, blessed beyond description. I'll be 85 years old the next month, and uh, I never took care of myself. And so that's something to be thankful for, I think. But in the meantime, it's only going to be thankful. To be thankful for, if I'm going to use that blessing as um, action, and the action should take the form of loving my fellow man and giving what I have to, to to that fellow man or woman, whoever it is under. So at at, at Cross Point Community, there are ministries and projects that could always use another body. And so I, I'm always quick to seek that out and find it. And also, um, there's a, an opportunity here to uh, open up your heart and be transparent and available to individuals who might, who might want to share and who might want to uh, grow with me in my journey with with my savior and so i've tried in the brief time i've been hanging around here i've tried to be willing to uh, respond to what looks like um looks like holy spirit guidance about those things here at cross point and um so i'm never sure if it's really him but to be sure i just do it all <laughs> so i won't so i won't miss any of the opportunities just don't ask me and Turner to try to keep up with you on the groundskeeping stuff. Right. We're, we're too old. Huh. Crippled? <laughs> okay. True, true enough. Um, I yeah, think that, we're... that was it, though. And a little, just uh, before I let you run, just some of the ways you've stepped up with some of the young men. We've talked about uh, the mercy ministry and uh, part of God's direction, we feel like, it really are literally just the individuals that are being put in front of us and before us and how we respond and act in a Christ-like way. And part of what I've seen with you is how you've stepped up uh, in really a short amount of time and um, come alongside even some of the, the young men that, that God's presented opportunities for us, along with the, a lot of the projects and works that you've done around here. If you're hanging around here during the week, You'll see Nick out there painting, polishing, cleaning, some aspect. So amazing how you've gotten involved. Again, I'm so thankful to, um, to our Savior for, for, for blessing me with the physical ability to do things and also 
perhaps with uh, having had a checkered past. Uh, I have had a lot of experiences that um, sometimes uh, enable me to, uh, to love and reach out to someone uh, who another person might not be able to, who hadn't had the experiences I've had. So uh, the homeless people and things like that are teaching me uh, how thankful and grateful I am and should be. So it's, um, I'm anxious to do it, but it's, it's certainly no, no burden whatsoever. It's a blessing. Thank you, Nick. I just thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, let me just build on that, and we'll be wrapping this thing up. I'm going to ask Steve to pray uh, to wrap us up in a second, but a couple of final points. Uh, he didn't bring you here by coincidence. There's a role for you to play. Your willingness to serve, your willingness to be obedient is not missed by the people that you serve, nor by God who is who is edifying the body through you. Uh, and as you point out, he shaped you in a way that's unique, that you can serve us using those uh, gifts and skills and abilities. And that's what each of us is here for. We're missing something. If one of us isn't here, if one of us is not acting, on that, on that faith position, uh, statement four on your handout. It's coming out of Blackaby, page uh, 213. When one mem member is missing or is not functioning as God designed, the rest of the body will miss the fullness of life God provides for the church. Are there members you haven't seen lately that God would have you reach out to? Pay attention to the people God's, God is adding to your church. We are who he brings us. We are who he brings us. Steve? So thank you, Nick, again. Thanks for sharing uh, what God's doing and working in you. Uh, while we wrap up in prayer, if I can get the, the operatory guys uh, to come on up and Mary. I believe is going to wrap us up with the praise. Let's, um, let's go to the Lord in prayer. So thankful, Father God, for your perfect plan, your perfect plan of the body and, um, and how it is so well orchestrated, how we've talked about it and learned about it uh, these past few weeks. I'm thankful for each person here, each, each member of that body, and pray that um, we not only understand how we function in the body, whether or not we're the eye, the ear, the hands, the feet, but, um, but as we understand that, we exercise that to the benefit um, of not only the body, but ultimately to the, the glory for you uh, in serving you, Father. We also are so thankful for the, the many gifts and um, just how you bless us. And right now, Father, we return a small portion of, of that to you. We ask these things in your precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Crosspoint Community Church. You can find us on the web at crosspointonline.org. There, you'll find links to our social media accounts. 
We gather every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. Tune in next week.